Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Get in the Garage. We're a music podcast. For music lovers. We've got a great show planned, full of uh, end-of-the-year excitement. But before we get into any of it, please remember to like and comment and subscribe and share the podcast with all of your friends. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Part of our 2022 Spotify wrapped was that uh, most of the... Um, uh, sharing is happening on Instagram, so those of you who are sharing oh. on Instagram, we greatly appreciate you. Thank you so, so very, very much. Yes. Tell um, uh, tell your bus driver, your local bus driver, tell them about our podcast. It's a good, it's a good podcast to listen while driving buses, I, I suppose. I feel like um, we should send out our listeners with a message every week to tell a certain kind of person to listen to our podcast. Uh, tell bus drivers, uh, bus drivers, the, listen to our podcast. Your podcast listener of the week. Um, Luke. Can you tell the good people what to expect for uh, this episode? Yes, this is the Get in the Garage 2022 Roundup. We are going to tell you about the musical year that was 2022. We are going to bring the rodeo on home. We have music news like we have every single week for you. We are going to talk about our Spotify wrapped playlist. And then we are going to go off Spotify because we listen to other things. And we are going to collectively tell you what our favorite albums of the year were, who our favorite artists of the year were, uh, best musical moments of the year were. Uh, Stay tuned. This is 2022. Let's get in the garage. Roll that theme song. Let's get it going. Oh man, you gotta listen to your mom's house this week. Start off with a great song. Great song. One that I sing to you often. (laughs) All right, all right. Um, Gentlemen, do you guys have any music news for this week? Um, The 2022 is. Is rounding off here. Um, I don't always want to start. I don't want to be. Greedy. I can. I can. There's a sad obituary. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. Go ahead. Um, take take the obituary. R.I.P. Officially, Kanye West's career. Oh. oh. So yeah. Sad. It's it's been a bad year. Yeah. It's uh, been a bad year. I would like to also reiterate. Please stop interviewing him. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. That's probably a good uh, mark on that. I mean, if you're in a room with Alex Jones and Alex Jones seems like the reasonable guy, you got a problem. <laughs> hey, man, your, your opinions are crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't agree with any of that. Um, yeah, I think it, it really dawned on me seeing all this stuff this past week. Uh, a lot of negative, terrible things and a lot of just like, you know, open forums for foot in, into mouth and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I was looking at the year and I'm like... God damn! Like some of those things that did the, that dude this did, did this year was like fucking two months ago. Oh yeah, I'm like that felt like it was a year ago. Yeah, like, was the garbage bags <sighs> of clothes in dumpsters this year? <laughs> oh, I think that was this year. Yeah, that was this year. Yeah, that was early Crazy. this year. It's been a bad year. Yeah, breaking year. news. I have yeah. a, I have a real rest in peace. Yeah, okay. please. Uh, Jim Stewart, co-founder of Stax Records, oh, yeah. uh, has yeah. passed away at the age of 92. They did not give an age of the passing, or, or they did not give a reason for the passing, but um, he was 92. He helped found Stax Records with his sister in Memphis, Tennessee, and uh, yeah, a legendary label that brought you great soul acts such as Isaac Hayes and Sam and Dave and Otis Redding, countless others. So um, legendary career and uh, legendary, uh, mm-hmm. you know, founder of the record label, Yeah, Jim Stewart. Rest in peace, Jim The Stewart. Southern Motown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I can bring things a little bit, I mean, lighter. Would you say they're lighter? I wouldn't say they're necessarily <laughs> lighter. But uh, Guns N' Roses is um, selling a firearm, or sorry, um, suing a firearm store in Houston, Texas called, you guessed it, Guns, Guns and Roses, and Roses okay. where you can buy guns. Oh, thank you, Luke. Legal news. Court's in session. Uh, so okay. so <laughs> they're suing the uh, guns and ammunition store for selling guns and they as kind of like a marketing thing the gun store will also give you a rose with purchase of a handgun which I thought was really nice (laughs) (laughs) so they're just like we don't need this right now living in America (laughs) but what's odd but but the thing is is how is it that like guns and roses is in like the news three times in one week because he also threw a mic off stage and like bludgeoned a woman in the face with the microphone and I had to apologize. He's like, oh, I don't know. We didn't. I've never meant. Anytime I throw the microphone off the stage, I don't mean to hit someone in the head uh, with it. True. And you're just like. So yeah. to preface this conversation, yeah. I did not know this, but Alex Rose 
throws a microphone uh, to the crowd at the end of every show, Guns N' Roses yeah. show, as like his trademark. Like some people like throw a drumstick or mm. a guitar pick. Um, the microphone is uh, a very blunt object to throw. And, and good uh, ones are pretty heavy. They got some. Heavy. Yeah, wireless mic is probably like five he, um, <laughs> he did cold clock this woman in the face yeah. and um, oh. did write a lengthy apology about said he cold did. clocking. To be fair, he did write a lengthy apology. But also, right before this, Guns N' Roses was in the news because. Axel Rose was freaking out about uh, what are they, uh, drones, like drones being flown around whoa, at their whoa, concerts. Whoa. Freaking out! Listen. Well, no, no, no. I didn't say I, I disagree because I, you know. Listen, Axel Rose once freaked out as a man with a video camera while he was in his underwear and stage dove and beat the crap out of that man. That's freaking out. Saying, "Hey, man." Stop bringing drones to the concert. I don't know if that's freaking out. No, it's probably not freaking out. But that, that, I'm saying that seems well timed. It's better than Bruce Dickinson calling that dude, you know, <laughs> for lighting <laughs> that flare off. Yeah. Yes, Alex. Yeah. In his defense, it was against bootleggers recording the shows. Yes. Yeah, which is understandable. I would just say like drone. I don't know. That's just weird for me. I'd be like, hey, can you just like not? It's so distracting. It's yeah. so weird. Like a drone. Concerts in general are so distracting and weird now. Yeah, it's pretty. It's just you're just looking at a sea of cell phones, all recording it. Oh, that was so yeah. bizarre to me. Yeah, I just like worst shot ever though is when you see a f- like footage from a li- a professional footage from a live concert, and it's the the picture is watched, watching it, the concert on someone holding their phone, so it's the picture of the phone taking the video. Pretty terrible. Yeah, not great. Bad shot idea. But uh, um, Guns N' Roses had a very uh, eventful, eventful week. Eventful week. Yeah. I would like to congratulate Axl Rose for handling handling yourself much better than you have in your past. Yeah. Congratulations. So. And uh, best of luck with the lawsuit. Best of luck with the lawsuit. They're stealing your gimmick, if anything. So, you know. Get Guns N' Roses. Um, uh, I got something. <laughs> you got something? I, I got something. Did you guys see? Okay, so Metallica released uh, their new single. Yeah. And um, they got caught up in a crypto scam, much like my Instagram account did last Easter. So um, they released a statement. Let's be as clear as possible. Uh, these are scams. They are being uh, they are being streamed on fake YouTube channels, posing to be ours, and are pointing to websites that we do not run. Please remember, all of our official social media sites are verified. So there is a crypto scam going around for like the new Metallica album that like they have Metallica crypto coins that you can like buy in conjunction. Oh, so good. Thank you. <laughs> Come um, on. That you can buy. They're idiots if they don't do that. Sorry. Really though, they should really get after it. <laughs> Uh, so they, you know, released a statement saying they do not have a cryptocurrency that is in conjunction with any Metallica stuff, and uh, some people got scammed, and I think I saw one article about a guy getting scammed out $25,000, so, um, that was a bummer for that guy, and, um, you know, give me fuel, give me fire, give me real money in my hands. Yeah, that's it. Fuck Napster. No, don't. I have a very pro Napster stance. Okay, I waited two days to get that Metallica song "It's My Life," which was really by Bon Jovi. Oh, right. come on! Don't act like you didn't like the top. Wow, wow, wow! So good. Uh, Jeffrey, do you have any more music news? I do not. Oh, nor do I. Luke, if you want to, because you, uh, I had the Metallica you, thing was the other thing I had. I'll round you guys out. Uh, Peter Frampton sold his catalog rights to BMG, which is a pretty big deal. It did not disclose how much money he got, but it said that it was from his catalog all the way back from like the 60s until, you know, his last album. It mm. did not mention anything of his Humble Pie days, so... I don't know mm. about that, but that's what I was most curious about. So that was pretty interesting. Can any of us name a song by Peter Frampton? Oh yeah, that's he's the king. On Frampton comes alive, I definitely can. So so show me the way and uh, yeah. Do you? What's the song that? Oh baby, I love. That's show me the way. Uh no, that's another baby, one. Baby, I love the way. Uh What's baby, I called? love your ways. I love yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Three okay. songs. <laughs> you that's got three, three Peter Frampton songs. One song. album that's pretty good. Pretty yeah, not good. bad. Everybody had Frampton Comes Alive, right? Isn't yeah, that what they say? Yeah, I have a copy. Yeah, do see? You? Yeah, so do I. There's one in the show. Luke has over there. 15. I think them. I have two copies. <laughs> I only have one copy of that. Do you? Thank you. Oh, no. Yes. He sold them all to buy more Argent records. <laughs> Listen, don't hesitate. <laughs> okay. All right. Argent recently uh, sold their catalog. Listen, $40. <laughs> 
Listen, Rod Argent is a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That would not yeah. have to be facing him <laughs> on this goddamn podcast. Sorry. Jesus. We salute you. We salute Rod you. Argent. Guys, oh, I have man. my most uh, interesting piece of music news here. Okay. Uh, man is sentenced to 21 years in shooting of Lady Gaga's dog, oh, Walker. Whoa. So let me break this down <laughs> for you. The man, James Howard, um, was uh, prosecuted for 21 years after he shot Lady Gaga's dog walker when the dog walker was walking two uh, French bulldogs. The um, attacker did not attack the dogs because they were Lady Gaga's bulldogs, but just attacked because those are a valuable breed of dog. And so... He was caught when, like, the um, assailants or, you know, whatever, the people that were in with him, went to turn in the dog for the reward yeah. of $500,000 that Lady Gaga had oh, posted to get these dogs back, that she wanted them back. So the they ended up bringing – they only got one dog. So they kidnapped the one dog. They The other dog was with the uh, person who survived after being shot, mm. which was – you know, very awesome in the story. Yeah. But uh, so that all happened, and they turned the dog in, and they were like, hey, uh, I know who you are because we have your buddy that shot the dude, like, right here, right now. So, like, you're both up. And there were three people that ended up getting uh, wrapped up in this. The dog walker uh, goes to live another day and I don't think walk another dog. Lives to walk another dog. <laughs> There you go. But um, <laughs> did get to face his assailant in court, so that was pretty good. You yeah. know, the yeah. justice was served. Yo, how oh. much? How much would you pay for a dog? Oh my god, zero dollars, zero, <laughs> zero fucking dollars. cents, zero fucking dollars, zero, zero cents. How dollars. much would I pay for something that's in a bun that needs a home? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, but even, even adoption. There's adoption fees. I would pay what he was. He's not looking to be a pet owner. Pay the pay the bare minimum hundred dollars. One homing fee. One. You couldn't pay me to take a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Twenty-one years. Why isn't the so this guy's gonna do like eight years in prison? Why you're you know what you're you're right. Why isn't the program I give the dog shelter lots of money? Like we get we fund these dog shelters, right? And then their thing is, you don't give us money for a dog. We give you money to take the dog. You come here, you get money, you take my dog. It's like a, it's like a layaway program. <laughs> Except they lose money. <laughs> Do you need money? You come to my store, you take the dog. <laughs> That's on the sign. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jesus. Well, we wish uh, Lady Gaga's dog walker a speedy recovery. And the dog. And the dog, traumatic. too. Very traumatic, those poor dogs. French bulldogs, you said, or English? For, uh, French. Oui, oui. French. French, oh. Oh, they're like the little, the, the little ones. Yes. Right. They yeah. like the skinny little tiny. I don't think they can actually naturally breed because <laughs> no, they have no. such bad hips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said they French very, very well confidently and then was like, I don't know if they it were is. French, but yeah. they were French. They were French. All right. right. Anyway, well. I do got one more. Do okay. you guys want one more? Hit it, I'll hit, hit it. You with Let's one get one more. more. We have with to keep the people shot. informed. CNN uh, accused of using hundreds of songs without permission. Um, so there's a new lawsuit, bang, bang, legal news. Uh, the lawsuit was filed by Freeplay Music Production. So that's a production company that makes like uh, licensing music that you could use like thing, for like things like this podcast. If we need a segment, we could license out a song and pay the money yep. to use the song. Um, so CNN was caught using uh, Freeplay's music without consent, uh, mostly in international um Broadcast. This would be like in the Philippines, uh, Indonesia, and Chile. And Freeplay was caught using software that runs across TV that is owned by like music publishing companies. So they pretty much have the software that runs across running TV and checks for copyright infringement. Mm. And what this popped up like two or three times uh, this past year. And they recently filed this lawsuit. So, um, that's what happened, and uh, I would also like to note that uh, FPM, the music publishing company, is being represented by Richard uh, Bush. I think that's how you pronounce that last name. A lawyer who specializes in copyright infringement cases. He is best known for helping the Marvin Gaye estate successfully sue Pharrell boo. Williams. So boo. that is boo. Uh, boo this wh- man. Boo this man. that's where this is coming at. I just thought this was an interesting angle because Vulture. this really isn't like uh, pop music like we usually talk about, but it is music 
music in mm. a lot of ways, and it's allowed. <laughs> Well, but it's a lot. The yeah. period, I'm I think saying the, it's like consumable. No, I, it's consumable music yeah. in a lot of ways, but it's yeah. not consumable in a pop sense, but consumable right. in a uh, yeah, business. The, sense. Well, it's the other side of music that you don't think about. You know what I right. mean? That's it's like how a yeah, lot of composers make their living mm-hmm. on a day to day. Is like they're not pop stars, but they write music for training videos and they write yeah, music right, for right. afternoon news shows and things of this nature. So yeah. this is uh, very interesting, and um, you know, I'm all for paying people for using their yep. music so um cool beans um kind of boo to that lawyer guy you know sampling's cool and i like it uh but this is not sampling this is stealing that wasn't sampling either yeah not really that no you're right inspired by something yes because there was no sample yeah um all right that about does it for music news i think yeah oh yeah i'm good all let's right. move it on let's move it on let's move it on to our so. spotify wrapped which alex uh alerted us that Spotify wrapped ends the end of October. So if you're wondering why your numbers haven't gone up in the past two months, it's because they stopped compiling the data then. Uh, We're going to talk about some stats of our Spotify wrap. We are all loyal Spotify users and listeners. Um, So let's just hit it with some categories. Let's start off. Uh, Total number of minutes. Okay. I'll go first. Forty-two thousand nine hundred and twenty-six. I feel like I'm the lowest rookie one the numbers. Room. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Fifty-three thousand five hundred seventy-one. Alex. Alex. Seventy-nine thousand three hundred and sixty-nine. Mm. And I have one hundred twenty-one thousand two hundred sixty-one. That's pretty good. Big yes. Which I think told me it was like almost seven hours a day. <laughs> Uh, shit, did it huh? give you the percentage of like what you were, or did you write it down? Um, it didn't. It, it did ninety. I'm. Uh, I listened to more minutes than ninety nine percent of all users. I'm ninety top ninety three. I'm eighty nine. Yeah. yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty um, good. How about our our top genre? They break things down to genres. Uh, mine was rock. Mm-hmm. Rock. Yours, yours was rock. Mine was not rock. What was yours? Indie. No, my top genre was soul. Oh. Uh, my top okay. genre was soul, rock, yeah, and yeah. then rock second, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Alex? Are we gonna? Are we gonna go? On? Oh, yeah. What's yours? Yeah, mine was actually chill hop. <laughs> I, I listen to chill hop a yeah. lot while studying. It's like down tempo. It's relaxing. Okay. Yeah. It's really easy for that. Yeah. But none of my top songs were of that. Sure. No. Yeah. Chill same hop. Thing. What was yours, Mike? Rock. Rock. You guys rock. both got rock. rock. I got soul. Why they drop the end roll? You know. It's oh, different genre. It, that's uh, a different genre. Roll yeah, is more like soul. Yeah. Rocket uh, the rock roll, and soul? The Rolling Stones are Blues rock jazz. and roll. Yeah. You know? And yeah. then like Nickelback is rock. Yeah, I feel you. How much Nickelback you listen to, man? <laughs> they got rid of the roll, man. <laughs> they definitely rolled that shit right out. There. Um how about di- different artists it gave you a number for that? Um I had one thousand nine hundred and seventy different artists. Oh, that one? I don't know if I wrote that particular one down. I thought I did. Do I? Well, have... one thousand one hundred and ninety-six wow. artists. Yeah. Oh, I thought I did that one. No, I did genres. Oh, I clicked the wrong one. Yeah, that's all right. But that's uh, all right. I think mine was about nine hundred and fifty-eight yep. different artists, if I remember Ooh. correctly. Yeah. I believe it was about that. Something like that. Yeah. Four thousand one hundred and seventy-seven. Oh, damn. Alex is just on. Algorithm playlist I, is that I, what it is? Yeah, I yeah. I tend to actually yeah. listen to like a lot of the Spotify generated ones yeah, yeah. just to find music. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not a bad uh, not a bad way to do it. Yeah, that makes sense because I listen to like I'll listen to like an artist for a whole day. Yeah, yeah that's but yeah. I'm, if you listen to playlists, you get a lot more in your orbit. I'm yeah. usually more of like a I chunk on artists mm. as opposed to I'm never a playlist guy. Mm. I, that's playlists are so hard for me. Mm. Yeah, great playlist though. Spotify, keep up the good work. I found most of my good n- new music in the past like five years. Actually, I've been on Spotify for almost like ten years. So yeah. Huh? yeah. Um, now we come to our our top artists. Oh yeah. Who is oh. yours? We'll count down. So my my top okay. five. Um, five was the Beatles. Four, Snarky Puppy, Jazz Fusion Ensemble. Three was Queen. I must have listened to a lot of Queen in the beginning of the year. I don't yeah. know. Um, two, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, including their nine albums they put out this year. 
And uh, number one, Steely Dan, oh. a repeat. Um, and I listened to 3,441 minutes of Steely Dan, putting me in the top 0.05% of all Steely Dan listeners. Wow. I like it. I like it. Can I uh, also maybe, did your queen come from doing uh, trivia where you play a lot of like classic rock songs? I do. Pl- I do play Queen almost every week. Yeah. See, you yeah. get you get a lot of like. That's yeah. A, when you said that, I was like, oh, that sounds like. We playlist. will rock you. Another one by Stas. Yep. Pretty much weekly rotation. Yep. Yeah. yeah. There's where the Queen wanna, comes in. Do you want to give yeah, us hit your it, top artist? Yeah. With yeah. Your five on down. I'll go five. Uh, uh, number five. Shout out to uh, previous. Uh, getting the garage guest and friend and avid listener, Greg Wetzel. Tool was my number oh, five. Oh, wow. What's up, Greg? Wow, nice. Yeah. Uh, my number four is The Beatles. My Damn. number three is The OCs. Oh. And Ooh. then my number two is Nikos Xiluris. And my number one is uh, Yoris Xiluris. Father, so, son? Uh, uncle, no, nephew? Uncle, nephew. Who are Cretan uh, artists? Cre- yes, who are Cretan artists. Yeah, Nikos Xiluris. A lot of people might know who he is, you know, from me talking about him on the podcast. But uh, famous Cretan musician. It's a family. It's like a dynasty. Everyone's musicians. Just check them all out. Just Google the last name and you'll find every member. Can you, can you spell English approximation? Yeah, so X-Y-L-O-U-R-I-S. And Psarandonis is George Xiluris's father, who was Nikos Xiluris's brother. And then there's other kids and all that stuff. But I will say I'm very sad this year. The Grateful Dead did not make my no, list. how dare you? <laughs> I thought you were a fan, man. I am. Come I on, am. Man. This is the first year in like the past two, wow. three years that I haven't had the Grateful Dead on my yeah, list. Yeah, usually Mike's Spotify wrapped is just like Greek a, music and the Grateful a Dead. match it's of just Grateful Dead and Greek music. From whatever that college show that they did in 72. Seven, Cornell was, 77. Was, Cornell, get it right, Cornell 77. That's, <laughs> Mike's, that's Mike's jam. Uh, I True love that your Spotify always yes. comes off like very much you and has a lot of Greek yeah. music because that's what you really listen to i find that yeah. uh you yeah know, i like that man thanks it's, man it's yeah cool. i love i love it it's you know it's uh, alex included it's our culture and it's you know it's our heritage where we come from and stuff and uh you know i got a lot of pride in that so yeah tell us about your culture luke my yes. culture my top artists oh no i'm gonna start with number one okay no start with five five gotta reveal one at the end okay so number five was uh totally from this podcast oh. is drake Oh. Is my number five artist. I didn't listen to hey. any Drake this year. <laughs> Twenty one. That wasn't. Thank you, thank you for this podcast. So when we reviewed, but you listened to like nine album hours of it. Yes, because <laughs> when podcast. we reviewed it, it was like really new to me, and I really wanted to like get in that space and yeah. like really absorb it. So I guess I listened to a ton of Drake to well, make it my number five most played. Yeah, artist. and there were two albums too that we talked about this right. year. Yeah, so it makes sense. And they were lengthy at that. So um, Drake is my number five artist. Wow. Number four, we have a brand new artist who released their debut this year, Horse Girl from Chicago. Dug that a lot. Listened to it quite a bit. <laughs> Come on. Uh, oh, you guys have inside jokes over there. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Come on. Give us a winnie. Uh, I'm not thank doing, you. I'm not going that far. All right. Number three, we have another <laughs> Chicago three-piece. This is Dead. That's D-E-H-D. I oh. listened to them a ton this year. Oh. Um, number two is really the only throwback uh, that I usually listen to a ton. It is the Rolling Stones wow. at number two. And number one, I listened to Soccer Mommy the most. So that was uh, my... Spotify rap. Soccer nice. Mommy was my number one artist. Good good Spotify raps this year, I feel. Alex, hit us with your five to one, please. Yeah, so starting off at number five, when I listen to quite a bit, uh, MF Doom. Sure. I listen to a lot of MF Doom this year. Um, number four is DJ Harrison, who is really just like a lot of instrumental. Um, it's kind of in the chill hop vibe, actually. Um, he was my actual number one most listened song to a song called Erica's Gun, which is kind of has like a lot of backbeats similar to like Erica Badu and stuff. It was, mm-hmm. it was a really good song. Um, number three is somebody that holds close to me is E-Double. He's a rapper out of Philadelphia who passed away in, I believe, uh, 2010. Listened to him a lot in high school and I always just listen to all of his music. Mm-hmm. Um, number two is a weird one that I really didn't expect in here. Freddie Dredd, who is kind of like a electronic rap. It's... It's like really funky. It's definitely 
that definitely puts me in the younger age group. Um, and then my number one, which is my heart and soul, is Krungbin. I listened to a lot of Krungbin this year. Yeah. Great list, Alex. Great list. All of us had good lists this year. Uh, yeah, I listened to, to 1,179 minutes of Soccer Mommy on Spotify this year. Oh, and that's yeah. not even mm. what I listened to on record. True. Yeah, George Xiludis, I did 2,424 minutes. I'm in the top 0.1%. Yeah. So that, but, but total percentage... Because you're you had the lowest amount of minutes and the highest like a high number on him. So yeah. your your percentage of what you listen to when you listen to Spotify, it was like ten percent of the time it was him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's also it's uh, also surprising that you're only point one percent because I've seen people with a little bit of higher number sorry, a little bit of higher numbers that were in like point zero 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 one zero 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 five percent. So mm. He must be getting streamed quite a bit. I mean, 0.1% is high, but still, I saw people with like yeah, even you are smaller right, fractions. I'm like in the 0.5% of Soccer Mommy listeners, and you know what I mean? I listen to less Soccer Mommy hours than you listen to. Yeah. yeah. There was one guy who posted on the Facebook page for Steely Dan Group, 0.005, and I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> you beat me out. I got to get my numbers up. <laughs> You're rookie um, over here. How about... Uh, top songs played so mine is like heavily influenced by uh i host trivia so i kind of play the same songs a lot when it comes to certain categories uh i'm in a cover band so i listen to a bunch of the songs so um my fifth played most song a song that my cover band covers you sexy thing by hot chocolate oh um then my next three are all steely dan songs four glamour profession three fm two time out of mind and my number one, which I must play every week at Trivia when it's like a geography question, is the song Around the World by Daft Punk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, play that, every, before, I yeah. play that every week at Trivia. Yeah. So last year, it was, I think, Another One by Dust was number one because that was my Trivia Every Week song. So Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Number one. Did you, one did you write down time. how many times you played it? Because uh, it tells you that one. 34. 34. Which makes sense because probably right about the end of October was right about 34-ish weeks of the year. So, Oh, very good. Yeah. Whatever it is. All right. Michael, uh, give, us, mine, give us the songs. Mine are all Greek songs. So, yes. you know, here you go. Pronunciations um, hit us. All right. So number five is a song called Santo Nero to Potamu. That's a song by George Xiluris. He's a lute player, lauto player. I've already explained that to you. Actually, Jeff knows this song too because uh, we got a little thing going on and uh, I've showed him this music as well. Um, after that, number four is a song called Barbuni, which is another like sort of solo lauto piece. Uh, three is Proto Sirtos. That's a Sirtos, like a 12 step Cretan dance. That's traditionally the first dance that's danced at a wedding is Proto Sirtos, like this melody. It comes from Chania, which is where our family's from. Uh, Proto Sirtos, number three. Number two, Erotokritos. That's like the sort of. You know, like Cretan Romeo and Juliet sort of equal. And it's like a book that's written all in the Cretan dialect. So it's kind of like if you want to know everything there is to know about the Cretan dialect specifically, it's all within this. But people take out stanzas and then do songs as stanzas. And then number one is a song called Sirta, which is uh, George Xiluris and then a couple other people on there. That was my number one song. I played it 55 times. The most I listened to it was February 15th, 2022. But that's a song that I've been trying to learn anyway, front to back. And uh, it's quite challenging, but I've just, you know, that's what I do, man. I just put this music on and just try to play along with it and learn it and all that stuff. So Very good. A year of getting back to the roots. That's it. Mm. Okay. uh, My top five. Let's do this. Okay. So number five, which I thought was going to be my number one this year, but it was not, uh, is Love Like a Heat Wave by Martha uh, Reeves and the Vandellas. I love that song. It is one of my favorite songs. I play it a bajillion times every single year. Ask Mike I since we've been hanging out so many times. Number four is Never Never Gonna Give You Up by Barry White. Um, <laughs> yes. I was that cruising to work. Yes. <laughs> like every week. Yes. Um, when I still worked at Frito Lay, I would walk around the factory with this on like a, on just repeat, and I would listen to it over and over and over and over, and I'd be singing it out loud, mostly so people would leave me alone. But yeah. um, it was a really great song to get through my day. So that's how that made it. Uh, three is <sighs> Think 
uh, by James Brown. This is the Live at the Apollo mm. 1962 version. It is one of my favorite songs. James Brown doesn't get much better than that. Number two was the only modern song on the list is Shotgun by Soccer Mommy. So that's that. And then my number one song was Love is uh, Love is Like a Rambling Rose. I had a lot of parentheses mm, in sure. my uh, top five songs this year. Yep. So uh, Love is Like a Rambling Rose by Ted Taylor. Um, I discovered this version this year after being so familiar with the MC5 version yep. that starts off Kick Out the Jams. Um, so this is Ted Taylor, and I listened to it 40 times this year nice. so love is like wow. a rambling rose it is a great song i love the drumming and the falsetto vocal is to die for yeah check it's it really out good it's worth a listen alex what are your top five songs this year so starting at number five um for me is kind of more chill hop a little more electronic stuff uh come together i like it it's just a very upbeat chill hop song uh, number four is one you guys will probably know, Fall in Love by Slum Village. Yep. I love that song. I listened to that one quite a bit. Um, I'm not sure if that's actually when Kanye was part of Slum. I think he was at one point part of Slum Village. but uh, Not part of, but like featured adjacent. with them. Yeah. Adjacent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, number three, you guys will definitely know, Last Caress. Yeah, by the Misfits. Misfits. I got something to say. Oh, I don't yeah. want to say no. the rest of the lines. That was yeah, your. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was one of my number three. That is because I have a playlist called Stupid Walk for my stupid mental health. And uh-huh. I listen to that quite a bit on that playlist. Um, number two is a song called Harmony by Francis Inferno Orchestra. It's like a solo dude, really small. I believe he's out of Great Britain. Um, really good electronic, just uh, kind of dancier vibe. And then Erica's Gun is my number one, which is by uh, DJ Harrison. I mentioned that earlier. Yeah, yeah. I cool. remember where I was when I heard Last Caress for the first time. I, I remember the mo- I still remember like the <laughs> moment was smelt like where I was standing. I was like, oh my God. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's a song to remember. And then I mm-hmm. giggled very, you know, for the rest of it. Uh, song to remember very much. Yeah. Uh, so does that. That wraps it up for our Spotify wrapped, unless anybody has any other oh, thoughts what about was Spotify. Your, what was your music personality real quick before we finish? <laughs> does anybody know? Yes. Um, I'm the adventurer. The adventurer was, as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got the same one. We all I knew we were Alex, only the same one. Adventurer. Yeah, because yeah, we all go. listen to like a crazy. We, we never just stick to like one genre of music. Yeah, did, you, yeah. did you see what it said? Like what you are like in the morning and afternoon, evening. Oh, I wrote mine down. Oh, I didn't write down, but I can find it real quick. So my morning. I took a picture of it. Was it's em- pretty funny. Mine was emp- <laughs> empowering psychedelia, powerful. My day was hardcore happy mayhem. And then my night was sentimental, laid back, mellow. I start my morning started with gothic love chill. Seize the day with amped feel good upbeat. It's like AI in a English as a second language. And nighttime funny fun silly. <laughs> like what the fuck? You're a silly goose, man. Yeah, hey, I made this. It's like Jeff. Jeff gets funny, fun, silly at night. For uh, uh, you know it. I didn't take a picture of mine, but I, I could do mine as it's yeah. going here. My morning was love, fun, chill. Oh, similar. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, you seized your day with poetic calm, pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> a lot how of Fleetwood you, Mac and Bob Dylan. Yeah. How do you listen to a flavor? <laughs> oh my God, it's a bit strange. I don't really understand that. And uh, we're gonna get the transition here. Uh, you embrace the night with confident, hardcore, cathartic. Oh. Ooh. Was mine, mine was a bit more like a... Yeah. I guess, that huh? That last one was nice. Confident, hardcore, Alex, cathartic. Alex, do, do you have yours? Yeah. My morning was mellow, chill, and calm. It's usually what I do when I drink coffee and decide to work with software at 8 in the morning. Uh, I seized my day with uh, some rebellious, charming, and affectionate music. Uh, uh, affectionate music. Oh. And then I ended the night with uh, hardcore mayhem and laid back. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure how that happened. You're like, what? Yeah, because you're either... You wrestle with yourself and then put, <laughs> no, put, I'm, put uh, relaxing music you, on to try to come down. Are you like one way or the other? Because I'm, like, I'm usually one way or the yeah. other. I'm either like super mellow mm. at night or I'm like... Listening to screams. Yeah, yeah. it's like... Yeah. I'm, it's either <sighs> it's either angst or some kind of blue. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm the same thing. Yeah. I'm either like yeah, super yeah. mellow or like super aggro. It's usually nowhere in the middle of at, at night. Yeah. 
All right. Well, thank well, you, Spotify, for another great year. Thank you, Spotify. Appreciate you. you. Uh, let's take a quick break. And we'll come back and we'll talk about some of our personal favorites from this past year because there were many and there was some great musical moments and all that. So we'll be right back. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Hoffner Guitars. I have here the Hoffner Shorty. It is a full-scale, travel-size guitar. You can find this and all of their products at HoffnerGuitars.com. Welcome to Get in the Garage. We're a music podcast. We're the music podcast for, for music, music lovers. lovers. Yeah, you guys are supposed to get the tagline. I never bring us back in for the segment, but here we are. We're throwing you curveballs today. Everyone's excited. Yeah. We are going to wrap up our 2022 year, and we are going to tell you our five favorite albums. We are going to tell you our favorite artists of the year, our favorite musical moments. We are going to get into it. It's been a exciting year for music. Uh, this yeah. is the most brand music, new music we've me and Michael have listened to yeah, in a sure. long time doing this podcast, yeah. so we are uh, going to get into it here. Yeah. This was 2022. 2022. 2022. Good Lord. Real life, in not review. not algorithm-based. Yes, real life, not algorithm-based. Um, so first off, we'll kick it off, right? Five favorite albums. Yes, everybody. Guys, you want to count it down? Who wants yeah. to go first? You, do we want to go around the room and do, you know, Or number five, yeah. number four, yeah. number three, number two, or just run straight down? Oh, however you want to do it. I I say let's run our as a group. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't you uh, lead us off then? Um. Sure. Uh. This was hard to pick five, but I did. My number five is an album called Shebang by an artist named Oren Ambarchi. It is a thirty-five minute four, like sweet type of minimalist. Uh jazzy fusion kind of instrumental i don't know how to describe music but it's awesome go check it out there's a cool birthday cake on the cover and it's just like alex was describing a bunch of music he puts on as background type of stuff to just put him in a certain mood this is exactly like what i need all year round um this album came out maybe in like september uh very, very, very good. Shebang by Oren Embarchi. My number four is an album that we reviewed a couple weeks ago. Uh, I think we all gave it like eight and a halfs or nines or something. And it's this album, The Car by Arctic Monkeys. Crawled into my top five. I just love how uh, supple and loungy and like croony and all that stuff it is. Yeah. Um, it's kind of late night music, but I really love it. My number three is an album called Three Dimensions Deep by Amber Mark. I would describe it as like the little sister to the Beyonce Renaissance album. So it's sultry R&B, dance music, sensual. Uh, her voice is like one of my favorite voices of all time. I could listen to her read the phone book. Uh, that album came out at the very beginning of the year. So I had to like listen to a bunch of stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot this came out this year. Um, very good. It's her first proper studio album. Um, but she had released a bunch of EPs in the past like five years and I was waiting for the full release and it's it's great my number two Renaissance by Beyonce we reviewed it um, I think at the time I gave it like a nine and a half and it just still holds up it's an hour straight of great dance music uh, pulling from all dance genres by the queen she just does it the best and my number one another album we reviewed um, by the jazz fusion collective snarky puppy Empire Central oh, yeah, is yeah. my number one album of the year um, it's like an hour and a half kind of double album length thing, and I could listen to it at all times. I just love it so much. Uh, so, yeah, that's my number one. Right on. Very good. Very good. Uh, shall I go? Yeah. Do you can go? Keep going. All right. We'll keep it going. Um, all right. So I have one that's down here as a number five. It's not number five. It's, it's an honorable mention. So I'm going to start off uh, with my number five. I'm going to say Angel Olsen's Big Time. Um, I really, really love that record. It kind of made me be like, oh, I do like country music, you know? And, um, yeah, it's just an emotional ride. I, Luke and I had talked about it on that episode. I'll try to link it up top if I can. Uh, and it's just, uh, yeah, great record, man. Love it. Super, Definitely. super. It had a really awesome movie, a company, uh, movie that accompanies the album that you can look up on YouTube. Uh, so if you search Angel Olsen Big Time, that comes mm. up as well. Yep. It goes yep. great with it. Yeah. Um, then as my number four, I'm going to go with 
uh, Danger Mouse and Black Thought, that album Cheat Codes. Sure. Jeff and I re- reviewed that with uh, the OC's uh, release on one episode together in the mm-hmm. Sun Porch, actually. Uh, this past year. I love that. I love how it's kind of like returned to form as sort of like a DJ and a hip-hop artist. Mm. You know, you get a bit of that with a producer and a hip-hop artist, but it's, you know, not that, you know, Danger Mouse, obviously, you know, whatever, but um, just that relationship between the two, the DJ and the MC, it feels very old school that way, and, you know, I'm a sucker for that kind of thing. Um, So then my number three, I'm going to go with Arctic Monkeys, The Car. Oh, cool. I also love that record. I mm. thought that, that I might overlap with somebody on that one, but that was another one that I listened to, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is dope. This is really cool. It's David Bowie. It's all this mm. kind of you know, sort of thing. Absolutely loved it. My number two, Beyonce, Renaissance, oh, wow. just because I love that record. It really mm. like hit me hard, mm. and I wasn't really a huge Beyonce listener or at least not an avid Beyonce listener and I think that that record is uh, outstanding and I think it's uh, a great record considering so many other artists tried to like lean into like the disco thing and I think that she was probably the most successful one in doing that and my number one Harry's House Harry Styles that, 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 that record nice. man totally hit me by surprise and I was like I fucking love this and I listened to it so much nice. I still go back and revisit it every now and again like throughout I have at least throughout the year um, I think it's a great record, yeah. and shout out to Harry Styles for going to Better Homes and Gardens before he went to Rolling Stone. So, <laughs> good for you, bro. Good for you. Shout uh, out, <laughs> Luca. Yeah. All right, so I am going to uh, hit you with my number five, right where Michael left off. Uh, Harry's House is my number five album of the year. I think this album changed pop music for me in a lot of ways, and I really enjoyed this album. Shout out to Late Night Talking, my favorite mm. uh, probably pop song of the year. Really, sure. really loved that tune. Um, number four, I'm going to uh, overlap with some of my mid-year picks. If you remember back, uh, this is going to be Horse Girl, versions of Modern Performance. I really, really loved this record. It is like sonic youthy and noisy and guitar 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 which is what i've been really like kind of dying for with a lot of these records it's like really natural sounding the compression isn't like a lot of the records sound like nowadays um they're young and they are from chicago check them out horse girl versions of modern performance i'm going to round out number three just like my spotify with dead this is going to wow. be Blue Skies. I really loved this record. It really made me fall back in love with a band I had already kind of been into before but kind of fell off with. And um, songs like uh, Bad Love and Palomino, Empty in My Mind, all those songs in those records are great sing-alongs, mm. great like classic road trip record. We said it a bunch of times on the record, but every song is like great and sing-alongable. So Dead's Blue Skies. I'm going to overlap with you guys with the Arctic Monkeys at number two, The Car. This record is amazing. Longtime producer James Ford came back and really is moving the band in a beautiful direction that started with their uh, the album before this. This record shines with songs like Better Be a Mirror Ball, Body Paint, uh, Jet Skis on a Moat, which has some of the best nonsensical lyrics I've ever heard in a song over such sexy, Jet skis funky, on a moat. so good. <laughs> Shut it all in CinemaScope. Um, so good. I love that style of um, li- lyrics. Yeah. And shout out to the orchestration on that record orchestration of the year for me um and number one i'm going to go with soccer mommies sometimes forever this was goth and pop music mixed together in oh so many ways that i like it it was spooky but not spooky and um for me, that was just the magic ticket of the year. Shout out to producer Daniel Lopton, who was also the uh, guy who created the soundtrack for Uncut Gems, which gave you all that tension when you watch that movie. He took what he was doing with that and added it into a pop uh, format, uh, indie pop format, and it really just takes these oh, songs. Yeah, he did produce that. Yeah, and just sails One them. Tricks Point Never. Yep. Right, yeah. And uh, it, this, this record just sails, and like a lot of these indie records kind of have the same kind of production on it, and this is just a masterful stroke of um, really taking every song to the nth degree and making them the best they could be, and I fell in love with Soccer Mommy this year, and that was a new artist for me as well, so... Um, 
cool. This is the cover. Yeah. It's like pink fuzzed out, and she's standing on the front. Yes. Okay. Yep. Sometimes yeah. for I also yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to the artwork for this record too. Mm. It's some of my favorite for the year. Yeah. The Yu-Gi-Oh cards on Spotify yeah. were amazing. Yeah. With her face on them. Um, uh, Alex, hit us with your top five, my man. Sure. Um, mine's not in the best order of how I feel about them specifically. Um, my honorable mention was Harry's House. Um, I really enjoyed that. I actually picked that up on vinyl, and I've listened to it many times. Um, and I think it just sounds wonderful. It's produced very well, and I give give him a lot of credit. I've never been personally into his music, and then I picked up that album. Like you said, Mikey, I just, whoa, like I, it's easy to return yeah, to. Yeah. It's easy to listen to, and I really do appreciate it. Um, my number five really kind of is 1975 being funny in a foreign mm-hmm. language. I love that album. When you guys reviewed it, I had never really listened to the 1975 and oh. I listened to it probably like six times in a row in a single day. So that was fun. Um, number four, uh, was always like blue rev. I've been yep. listening to them since like 2014, honestly. Um, I forget this specific album title It's their self-titled album. Actually, I'm sorry. Um, I really like that album. It came out in 2014. Um, one also that I had on here, and it kind of was a toss-up between Harry's House and this one was Cheat Codes, like you said. Mm. It's funny that you mentioned that because um, the podcast you did in the Sun Porch, because I actually watched that podcast uh, yesterday because mm. I was going through our YouTube, watching some of our old ones and looking at it. And I was like, oh, what's this one in the Sun Porch? This looks funny. Mm. Yeah. Um, I actually believe you were wearing a Grateful Dead shirt too to kind of return. He's our not a real fan though, man. Thanks, Jerry. I, I, Jeff, I know what Jeff, Jeff's wearing a Def, Def Leppard shirt. shirt. <laughs> I don't know why I know that. Def Leppard and, and, uh, and the Grateful Dead. Like for sure, I'd like to go. It's see. like peanut butter and marmalade. More like lamb and tuna fish. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really did. Uh, I love that album too. Um, number two was really uh, Mr. Morale and Big Steppers by Kendrick. I think oh, it was yeah, cool yeah. to see him do a yeah. different style of music that wasn't just straight bangers. I think he poured his heart and soul into it. Mm-hmm. Some people didn't appreciate it for his seeing his heart, but uh, yeah, I think it was really good. And my number one to follow the Krung bin is Ali with uh, Oh, Farka oh, Farka Toure. Toure. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought that album was wonderful. Mm-hmm. I remember it coming out and messaging one of my coworkers, Patrick. Shout out to Patrick. What's up, Pat? Um, What's up, Patrick? We, I think it came out. He linked it to me in the morning, and I had already listened to it. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, "Did you listen to this? <laughs> it was fun." Yeah, but nice. uh, I really love that album. Um, yeah, great world music. Yeah. yeah, it really it opened up a new. I never really listened to a lot of that, and I knew mm-hmm. Krungbin's roots and stuff, and I knew where they like to come from and stuff. Um, but it actually showed me his actual Ali's father, and I ended up going into a crazy rabbit hole that uh, that weekend just in the world music completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was really fun. Nice. Right on, Alex. What? Um, all right. So what? Uh, who? What was your new favorite artist or like new to you? Yeah, mine was a. Uh, multi-instrumentalist uh primarily like saxophone player named sam gendel who is based in los angeles and i actually knew his work because he was heavily featured on one of my favorite albums last year which was the pino paladino album notes with attachments okay he plays a type of like i don't want to say lo-fi but it's at times lo-fi but it's like saxophone played through multiple harmony polyphonic guitar pedals so it, it sounds like a whole like orchestra of crazy weird sax stuff going on a lot. Um, he released a he released like eight hours of albums this year, and he also released an album where he plays guitar and it is like a more lo-fi kind of like mood guitar music. Um, but Sam Gendel, just really a creative, really interesting artist. I played his album when we drove up to Providence, and oh. it's just like it's just like lo-fi with like skittery sax yeah, stuff yeah. yeah so yeah um i'd say mine was uh i think luke will enjoy this pick mine was horse girl i really i was like oh this is cool because like i i don't know man at, at at my core at my heart man i love rock and roll and i love the you know and it's like that style and that form and uh they're a young band you know and they're they got like the girl band thing going on and it's just like i think it's great man i think it's awesome that you know because a lot of the rock and roll that we listen to a lot of the rock is you know it's male dominated at times most of the time uh you know and i just um i was just like so excited when i heard them man i was like this is a great band this was a big year for girl rock bands yeah big time big and female artists and and the past couple years yeah yeah and and i enjoy that i mean luke and i have had multiple conversations where i'm like 
hey man, I'm more excited about like what the female and the girl bands and artists are doing right now than most of like the male, especially the rock bands, like the the rock uh, medium, you know? Yes, uh, I will agree with you. My favorite new artist to me this year, I'm going to like repeat, was Soccer Mommy. Yeah. But uh, that record came out and I really was kind of putting off my interest in that artist because I was like, there seems like there's a lot of like, you know, just this kind of music coming out and I think that the her record this year really just like blew my mind I went back and listened to all, the older stuff yeah. and I really loved it and we've been having you know I'm like every a lot of the female releases super super exciting and new mm. and different and I just can't I can't wait and it feels like it's a breath of fresh air that I've really been waiting for yeah I so. agree Alex funny it's the female train i thought my favorite was fiona apple and it was after you guys reviewed um nice one a while ago i had never listened to her um and it was just really surprising hearing a lot of the energy she had in her songs it was just like holy moly it was a lot coming at you yeah so one of my top 10 favorite artists of all time of all time fiona yeah apple. she's been she, doing it for a while too yeah mid 90s yeah like a long Did, time do you have a, a a favorite period or album that you enjoyed listening to the, the latest one fetch the bolt uh, cutters oh, yeah, fetch the bolt cutters it's like it's, the homemade album yeah, yeah like i just remember like really listening to like uh don't kick me under the table i won't shut up it's yeah. just like oh my god she's just i'm not stopping yeah the energy is yeah. not stopping the entire album man mm. yeah it's, it's a cool record Right on. Very nice. nice. All right. So now we round it off. Now we decide uh, artist of who the Who won the year? Who won the year? Who who, who really right. won the year? So let's um uh, let's do a quick round table. Jeff, we we've kind of been going in this direction anyway. So Jeff, why don't you lead us okay. off? Who won the year according to Jeff May? According to me, who won 2022? Mr. Harry Styles. Yeah. 2022's winner because he had a number one song for 15 weeks, the song As It Was, which is the fourth most weeks ever, and it's still in the top 10 after 34 weeks. I'd like to mention something on that. Yes. I went to Canada in the middle yep. of nowhere on a moose hunting trip yep. where they don't speak any English, yep. and I ate in a diner where mm. all truckers eat, and they do logging, and yep. the first song I heard when I walked in the diner was As It Was. Yep. It was ubiquitous. Uh, he starred in a couple movies this year. He was in a celebrity relationship with Olivia Wilde that like was going on and then they broke up big it tabloids whatever never happened he spit on a guy but he didn't really he had a giant tour he's he was just everywhere this whole year yeah huge I star believe he played his album in its entirety when it came out at Madison Square Garden oh, that I'm day sure. so yeah. yeah so in my opinion just when I think of 2022 I'm gonna think of Harry Styles yeah um I'm gonna go Oh, do you have a do you have a different opinion? What than Jeffrey? Oh, I, are we doing this? I thought we all just went down our list of who we thought. Oh yeah, I was just. I'm, I'm, do you oh, share no, no, the no, same no. opinion? I I, I, I oh, share. Okay. Uh, okay. Yes. I share. I mean, I I think that is a good, you know. But I I had. Well, I you're had not part of the club. I had you're somebody, not part of the club. I had somebody different. Oh wait, let's hear it because I was gonna say, are you? Ted oh. Nugent did not win the year, Mike. <laughs> It was Nickelback. Bob Seger. <laughs> Nickelback won the year. The Pantera reunion. Yes. Oh, Phil and we didn't even talk about that. I meant to talk about that in the news. No. All right. Who won 2022 in your eyes? In my eyes, it was Beyonce. She okay. fucking came yeah. in. She took a big, hot, great shit of an album on everybody, and she just bounced the fuck out. Listen, I know that sounds a bit crass, but what I mean to say is it's like... Is. Yeah, man, she's Queen B. She comes in. She makes the better version of every album that everybody else <laughs> is trying to fucking make. It's anthemic. Yeah. It's all LGBTQ plus uh, friendly. It's everything. It's she has a little bit of everything for every single person, and it's anthemic and it's celebratory and it's positive, but it's also vulnerable. All that stuff. She's the shit, and man. And then she just like disappears. And then she just is fucking back into the sunset. I'm like, yo, yo, you, you are right though. Good fucking job because you came in, you did your shit, and then you fucking left. No, you I just come in and you drop a bomb and you walk away. Yeah, it's the sunset. I, I respect it. Agree with Jeffrey's opinion that it was Harry Styles' year, and I am all aboard the Harry Styles train. But 
that Beyonce record, you are right. She was yeah. just like, oh, I see what everybody's doing. I see you, Lizzo. I see you, uh, yeah. Drake. I see, and she was just. I went, can do it better. Yep, and just dropped it, and it was a and then just fire out back into the shadows. Yeah, very strange. Even like, what? even I mean, think of all the great giant artists that released huge albums this year. Even Taylor, yeah. so that Beyonce right. record is better than everybody's giant record. Yeah, but um, yeah, the Harry Styles year. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I I feel. Like I thought though. this I was like I also a agree. creative breakthrough for that style of pop artist that like Beyonce. I think once was, but like Harry Styles is pushing that um, creativeness where I think we're getting like a Prince Renaissance of pop music that was mm. like popular and very different sound in the '80s, and I feel like we're getting kind of that again where we're getting like really sophisticated, um, high grade. Um, pop music for young people which is mm-hmm. very very interesting um like you said the all all the shenanigans the tight pants the everybody's the, throwing the, the all glitter game like blouses <laughs> yeah. um him reading out everybody's signs at the shows blouses. all year long it's yeah. been yeah. i've just been into it and for me personally buying a record um, enjoying it with somebody I live with and like this record came out as new we were both excited about it um, when I listened to it I had to go pick up groceries I it was on the car and the radio when I came back I put it back on the turntable um, and those moments don't get to happen for everybody often like you don't get to buy an album and I for me I never get to buy an album and listen to it on the radio like in the same day mm-hmm. and yeah. get excited about something like that um, so for me, that was a really cool moment that I had really never experienced personally. So, yeah, man, Harry yeah. Styles. Harry who, Styles. Who won the year in your eyes, Alex? Harry. 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 Yeah, it's just I feel like it was You're so. You're a singer, Harry. And to the point too, where a lot of men like us were going. You know, I I never liked Harry Styles, but you know, like he's pretty good. He's pretty all right. <laughs> yeah, I Harry like Styles him. It's all right with me. Yeah, and like a lot of people, are like it's all right. I like him, and it's changing a lot of hearts and yeah. minds and the way I'll people tell you think what. and feel about the music they listen to. I recommended that record to a lot of people that yeah. I, I didn't think that people would like it, and they came back and they're like, "Yeah, it's a good, that's a good album." Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's cool. a chance you walk into Walmart and it was just on. Yeah, yeah. it was like half it's the time, everywhere, man. everywhere. Um, so we had some great musical moments throughout the year <laughs> uh but before we do that uh, so we don't end on a stinker i'd like to go into through stinker. the obituaries oh, yes. not a stinker but you know what i'm saying something yeah. a little bit more solemn a little bit sadder so okay. i wrote down some of the people who passed away in the year of 2022 this is not everyone and for the people that we left out i apologize but i also didn't want to sit and read names for 20 minutes so because there's been a lot of death this year unfortunately so starting off the man himself, Coolio, passed away in 2022. So rest in peace to Coolio. Loretta Lynn mm. more recently passed away. So rest in peace. Uh, the bat out of hell himself, Meatloaf, he died January. Oh, I forgot he fucking died. Yeah. What the fuck, Meatloaf man? Meatloaf died. <laughs> I know. Dude, why did that one hit us the hardest? <laughs> I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I'm Are you gonna, serious? I, I had completely forgotten that he had died. It, it may it may appear closer than it is. Oh man! Uh, Christina McVie, who passed away recently, so rest in peace. Pharaoh uh, Sanders, who we talked about a couple weeks ago, maybe something like that, maybe like a month ago. Um, Ramsey Lewis passed away. Oh right, yeah. Uh, Lamont Dozier from or Dozier, Dozier, Dozier sorry, Holland. Dozier, Dozier, Dozier. Holland, Dozier. Uh, Olivia Newton-John, rest in peace. Sandy, Sandy. Thank you. Um. Taylor Hawkins, more you know, recently as well within the past couple months. Uh, Betty Davis, the great Betty Davis, passed away. He was a big freak. freak. We did a good, we did a good tribute to her when she passed away. We, we went over some albums. We yeah. did a great Betty Davis episode. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed listening to those albums because it'd been a while. Yeah, and um, uh, the most sad one of all, at least that I am very heartbroken. Uh, Dan Dan McCarthy of Nazareth passed away this year too, and. <laughs> I was just really distraught, taken too soon at the age of 72, and uh, <laughs> rest in peace. Uh, we, I, I wish I sent flowers. I feel really bad. Messing so. with a son of a bitch. Taken, Lots and prayers. Taken too soon. Um, anyway, so there's the obituaries. I definitely forgot a lot of people. I went down the list. There's like a billboard list. You can look it up. So, you know, musicians who passed yeah. away in, in 2022. There were quite a few of them, but those are some of the ones that I wanted to highlight. So, mm. um, The thing, I, when uh, Christine McVie died this past week, I was listening to a podcast and they were like, yeah, but this is now we're entering that age where 
in the next five years, every person from 60s and 70s rock and roll will be dying. Yeah, it's true. Pa- oh, Paul Simon, Paul McCartney, all Mick Jagger, all, Paul Simon all these dudes are Ted like Nugent. all these dudes are like 80 years old. You know what? <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's true. Just how time, time is undefeated, man. It is very true. And before mm. we close out this final segment, I would just like to roast through a quick what I got this year that was brand new releases. Yes. Okay. Uh, this is not all of them because Horse Girl was not in here, and I did purchase that record. We have Sun Watchers, the release an album this year. We caught a show, and I bought the record. Uh, I was gifted this Lizzo record, and I love the last track, Coldplay. It is my jam. Uh, we also got... Orville Peck's new album, Bronco, which was a great record from this year. (laughs) Thank you for doing that. Um, An album that Jeff loved and highlighted from his Halfway Through the Year picks. We have Lost Bitches, uh, Let the Festivities Begin. Honorable mention. It didn't make my top five. Yes, I was was wondering if I was going to make your top five. Honorable mention. We have Jeff, The Brotherhood's Ye Old. The Boys from Nashville released an instrumental record that I love this year. And then singer Jake Oral released a follow-up by himself. This was Jazz Apology. So check that out. Jazz Apology by Jake Oral. We also have The O.C.'s. Foul form that we reviewed on this show. We have Ty Siegel's Hello High, which we also reviewed on this show. We have Harry's House, Arctic Monkeys, The Car. We have Dead. We have Lords in the Machine. And it's crushing your hat. (laughs) We have Soccer Mommy. We have Brian Wilson Piano. We have She and Him, Sue Brian Wilson. And then we have a band that we saw a bajillion times this year, our local favorites, Michael Sline. These things are beautiful. You are these things. What a collection. These were almost all the records we got this year in this household that were new releases. So uh, buy new music. We also got Angel Olsen on cassette here. Mm, Very nice. Um, Yeah, so there were some fun musical moments this year. There were. Um, I scanned a bit of our music news to try to find some of my favorite things. Okay, I just I, I, I boiled down to one, but let's talk about them. So let me just remind you some things that happened this year. Um, Dolly Parton launched Wigs for Dogs. Much needed. <laughs> Much needed. Uh, it's you know it was a market that needed filling, so she she filled it. Uh, good old Dolly. Um, Lizzo played played James Madison's Crystal Flute this year. Which was always fun. What did she say? History is cool, guys. History is freaking cool, guys. History is freaking cool, guys. Uh, Snoop Dogg uh, uh, releasing Snoop Loops, uh, Snoop Dogg <laughs> themed cereal this year, and started a child- uh, children's show. Snoop that was fun. And then um, Kiss said, "Thank you, Australia." While in Austria, so that was also good day, lot- mate. <laughs> a lot of fun this year. Um, and then also just our congratulations to the class of 2022, the honorary doctorate degree awardees. Uh, we had Taylor Swift. She was a doctor of music. So I I remember covering this. She's paying off those. Well, that degree went to waste. Anyway, uh, Jody, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, Jody Mitchell was awarded, um, an honorary doctorate degree. Ringo Starr, which I didn't know was awarded a doctorate degree. But then when I read it, I was like. He hadn't received one sooner. It's in train conducting. <laughs> Octopus training. Oh. <laughs> um, and then last but certainly not least, Shaggy himself. Oh, who got Mr. an honorary Mr. Boomba Doctor Boombastic. <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> um, we the... always we like covered one of those. Doctor like, Boombastic PhD. We covered one of these like honorary like PhD things earlier in the year, and then almost every single time we saw a musician God. get one, we covered them. Yeah, so they were a ton of so fun. So I just to want to give a quick year. rundown in case you missed them over us peppering those into our music news throughout the uh, oh, so throughout good. the last few months. So. Um, one now of my, we're primed. We know yeah. what's been happening. One of my favorite musical moments um, was Kate Bush's running up that hill, like soaring to the top of the charts yeah. uh, after appearing heavily in Stranger Things uh, Volume 4. And it's like a 40-year-old song was then in the top 10 for multiple weeks in the summer. And yeah. um, just kind of a crazy thing to show the influence of Netflix and streaming and social media and TikTok and all that stuff. Um it's very interesting. We're living in a very interesting world. Yeah, man. Did Metallica do well from theirs? 
I don't think they did as no. well. It was not nearly the. Oh, I mean, yeah, like yeah. Resurgence, Master Puppets. Yeah, right. Actually, you know yeah, what? Yeah. I'm gonna say this. The I don't know if the classic rock station was bumping it the way it was mm. before, but Metallica is just getting bumped like crazy. Yeah. The, yeah. Also, you can feel the mm. anticipation for that new record is palpable. Yeah, yeah. what well, I wouldn't say it was as much as the Kate Bush song, but I would say it being featured made Metallica like an artist to really check out for the kids who are 10 to 15 years old. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Luca, did you have any of your favorite musical moments, man? Yes. I would say that my favorite musical moment of the year has been the onslaught of hatred for uh, Ticketmaster and the Mm. way we are going to concerts. My favorite musical moment of the year was Taylor Swift finally, uh, getting legislators to look into the Ticketmaster uh, monopoly. And that was, for me, uh, something that was really great. It's something I'm really actually quite passionate about because I talk about it a lot on the show. I think mm-hmm. concerts are uh, a people's – it's like a common utility, like a thing that everybody should be able to enjoy. Um, and, you know, I'm kind of in the hippie ethos of, like, Woodstock, but, like, not Woodstock, but, you know, everybody should be able to 99. enjoy something. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Uh, no. So that was really cool for me. Uh, her breaking it and uh, us covering it all mm-hmm. year long, whether yeah. it was you know this person or that ticket, or we covered private concerts uh, yeah. earlier in the year. So very interesting moment for me. That was uh, this, and I hope it comes to something else. I hope it's not just mm-hmm. that moment, and then that was the moment. Yeah. Um. Well, can we unify real quick together on on Luke's message and say, "Hey, Ticketmaster." There you go. Eat this one. is our message for you uh, for 2022 and hopefully beyond. Yeah, beyond. Um, yeah. What were some of your ma- your favorite musical moments? Maybe some favorite albums or stuff like that. You know, just drop it in the comments below and let us know what you guys think. Uh, were we right? Were we wrong? Uh, I can't you know? believe you brought back up Dolly Parton wigs for dogs, but did not also bring back up your follow up segment, Freak on a Leash, the uh. Uh, Jonathan Davis dog accessory line, <laughs> <laughs> singer of corn. There's a lot of accessory. This 2022 came up year the dog baby. It- <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Snoop Dogg have a uh, a kids show too? Yeah, yes, we brought also, that up. That yeah, was brought yeah. up. Yeah, it's the year of the dog, man. Did Snoop Dogg win? The, did dogs just win 2022? Not even music related. Think, dogs just won. I think branded merchandising won a lot of 2022. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift sold like five copies of the same record to Leo. Yeah. Tons of people bought yeah, the same. Yeah, covers. Yeah, so Grateful I, Greens. Yes, remember we also oh. covered Grateful Dead Greens on the show. Yeah, that's uh, right. Rolling Stones Igloo Coolers. Yeah. <laughs> remember that one? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Ozzy, Ozzy had a makeup line. Oh, yes, Ozzy had the makeup we did line. The Ozzy makeup. We covered a lot of branded um, musicians. Yes. The Romstein BDSM oh, kit. Oh, oh not God. yet. <laughs> not, Rom- look, watch for that in 2023. Oh, the Romstein <laughs> butt plug. Remember? Huh? <laughs> Wasn't it the Romstein butt plug? <laughs> I think there was a Romstein butt plug. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that good. Well said, because because there really was, man. It was a great year for I branded think, content. I think we've mm. stepped beyond a uh, like that's selling out where we're like. I, give as, us more. As cons- I want more. As consumers, we seem to be give us more, not like we're like spying in. Like we don't yeah. give a shit about yeah. you selling out. Hell yeah. I love it. I embrace it. I want, yeah. I want more. Yeah. We want more. As Britney Spears once said. <laughs> anyway, don't forget to like and comment and subscribe. Share the podcast with everybody. Thank you guys so much for a great 2022. We just hit over 100 subscribers. So we hit a milestone this past week, which is fun. Should we appreciate all acquaintance <laughs> be we, we appreciate you so much. Um, and uh, until that next... AI bot is going to screen us and take this down. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I got to stop seeing all lazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Does anybody really know how to pronounce that song? It's old lang, <laughs> old lang slime, old lang slime, old man sighing. That's what I call it. Uh, until next week, we'll see you guys later. Have a good week at school, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs>